It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Can we get Jason a, a glass of water or something oh, out here? Oh, here we go. Can we, can we get Jason water? Here we go. <laughs> the man of water for crying out I need water. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It's Thursday of preseason week number three. More Don't expect to see the starters. More importantly, yeah. high school football tomorrow. Uh, that's right. right. That's Avon Lake, home against Strong's. What, what happened to your water? It's right here. Oh. It was someone brought it to him. All right. So like 30, like yeah, high school football starts this weekend. 20 yeah. seconds for the Which show. Is like a holiday around Ohio. It is. It's, it's big. Yeah. I'm going to the yeah. Rocky River game tomorrow. I'm going to the Avon Lake game. That's why I stopped at uh, my Is guys. Avon Lake going to be good this year? They're good every year. They, they are good every year. Of course they're going to be good. Very hoity toity town. It is oh, a hoity-toity town. Yeah, your town is more hoity-toity than mine. Is we that true? This every we time. need a poll. Most oh hoity-toity. Hey, Rocky wait, River, up. Avon. Wait, which, wait, wait. Avon Lake or we Bay Village? It. I think we throw those Bay three Village, in there. Bay Village, I think, has is a the most hoity-toity. No, Rocky River is by far. You have a natatorium at your high school. That, a what? A, a pool. <laughs> and then there's a pool. What did you call it, though? A natatorium. That's what they're called. A natatorium? Who the hell knows what that is? We had one at my high school as well. Well, then you're hoity-toity. I doubt that. All right, uh, welcome to the show. Busy show. Busy show. Greg Newsom is uh, going to be talked about on this program. I just gave away our 32 and 32. Okay. Uh, so if you're scoring at home and you know what number we're on. You well, if you would have been here 30 like seconds before the show instead of eight <laughs> seconds before the show, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Actually, he's, he is on my notes. <laughs> it was done intentionally. Because I... When we tease just the number, yeah, it's meaningless. It, it doesn't mean anything. Right. No. Nobody knows. But no. if you're if you're following Greg Newsom's kind of up and down career, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, then you'll want to hear what we have to say about him being slotted where he is in our 32 and 32. I was fascinated by your NFL tickets uh, plug on the rundown because I too saw the article in Forbes about the average cost of an NFL ticket, and I thought it was a mistake. And I started doing some digging, and I found out yeah. that it's not—it's not a mistake. I, I've been sometimes when you work in the media, yeah. um, you cover the sports, so you're not—you're not in the business of Too going close do, to the fire. You, you, you don't really see it. And then when he told me that yesterday, I said, "You got to be lying. now." Yeah, this I, is, I, this I, is I think thing. the key question is: Are there reasonable tickets for normal people to to buy? There are, but bull. The point is, yeah. with that being the average price, <laughs> you can't get good seats. You're pricing a huge portion of your fan base sure. out of the product. Sure, man. We're going to tell you what that number is, and I'm telling you, yeah. if scary. you guess it in your mind, you're going to be low. They only care about the rich fans. That's it. That's it's all they it's care really about. unbelievable. And here's yeah. the thing. It's a free marketplace. It's supply and demand. Right. And I will assure you right now, if every ticket for the NFL was priced even higher than this average price, which shocked all of us, they'd still mostly sell out everything. Of course. It's so, yeah. I mean, they're not That doesn't mean they should priced. not make tickets of that are reasonable for poor, you know people who can't afford it. I know, but at least understand, the, portion, poor. At least the yeah. portion of their tickets. But understand this. When yeah. we sit up here and say, it's $10 million, go get player X who's got one year left in the tank and might suck. That's why. That's why these prices are where they are. No, that's their excuse for why the prices no, are. No, I mean, you got to pay them with something. Now, we'll say this. They, they've the, got plenty of TV money and all the other doesn't things. Doesn't cover all expenses, not even close. By the way, Taylor Swift tickets are very expensive. That's true. How I, much of those? And let me tell you this. I paid an arm and a leg for my Billy Joel tickets. There you go. So on the Taylor Swift front, I know this yeah. only because my daughter is a Swifty, and we've tried <laughs> to get her tickets. <laughs> These tickets, guys, she just added seven shows. These still not Cleveland. Tickets, still not Cleveland, which is, she's got it. I don't know what it is. Her guitar player is from Cleveland, and I'm friends with him. 
and I've asked him point this, blank. This man knows everybody. Why this is why he gave, is she he not off. adding Cleveland? He yeah. answers my texts on everything. He won't answer that. And really? I don't blame him. He can't. Wow. Mm. You know, but, she paid for that cell phone bill. I will find you. Did she go to Pittsburgh? <laughs> exactly. She, she, she went she to did. Pittsburgh, she went Detroit, to Pittsburgh. and Cincinnati. She's added Indianapolis, I think. Jeez. On, on the list. We get, yeah. I mean, come on. She did Cincinnati? Yeah. Uh, but those tickets, guys, are on average, I believe, on the resale market, twelve hundred dollars. There you go. But I'm told they would if if she was to sell all of her inventory, because understand, she just added seven dates, one tenth of the people that entered the lottery to get the tickets now have the chance to buy tickets. Mm, wow. That means there's ten thousand percent more demand than there is for the people that yeah, wanted the tickets. Yeah. You could sell those tickets for $3,000 and they would sell. You got anything else to say about Taylor Swift? No, she's not my cup of tea. No, no. <laughs> He's not going. Um, busy show. Uh, let's say our first good morning of the day to McNuggets behind the glass. Hey, guys. Hey, Jay. What's going on back hey, there? Hey, G. Hey, Jay. See a lot of crawling around on the floor. Yeah, what nervous. is happening here? I'm a little nervous. The, the IFB pack fell on the floor. It looked like there was trash. So we just wanted to clean it up, oh, make sure God the live shot looked good for you. Got to have a clean set. set. Yeah. No, I need a clean set. Uh, on top of that, we're also going to talk about Deshaun Watson clapping back at reporters, whether or not we like your quarterback getting into Oops. it with people on Twitter, and also an exclusive – I said one-on-one on Twitter. It was really three of us yesterday, but we had Craig Porter Jr. for about 20 minutes yesterday. Uh, we taped the interview about 3 o'clock. <coughs> I'm telling you guys, if he's not one of your favorite you. Cavs already – You love this guy. You love him. He comes across in this interview even more likable than I thought he would. Is Wait. he going to make the roster? He's on a two-way contract. He's going to play back and forth. I asked him straight. I'm not going to give you his answer, but I asked him, okay. what do you think is more beneficial, playing in the G League this year or being the 14th, 15th guy on yeah. the roster? His he, he answer did. was good. Is he your Will Brennan of the Cavs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you come on the show, I will stand for you for life. Like, <laughs> Mike, Mike falls in love hard. <laughs> if, you, if you come on the show and you, you're a good interview, we will uh, we'll have some fun. You know that. what it takes for Mike to fall in love with you? If you glance twice at him. Attention. Yeah, what? what? Oh, my God. I love <laughs> this guy. If you give him a nickname, then. Hey, hold on. That, that, that ring true back in the day. If you look at me for more than two, three seconds, you you love me. <laughs> you, <laughs> got, number. you got feelings you got engaged for me. 20 minutes married. later. Yeah, li- I love the engaged. way you look into my soul. Yeah, baby. listen. I, you already know me. We might as well be together. Would you like to get married? You know, listen, we're already together. I got a ring tomorrow. <laughs> I, there's a book in your relationship history. There oh, really there's, is there's a, a whole, book. This is a crazy oh, yeah. book. And it might be a hell of a movie. It is. Is it Hallmark or is it pay-per-view? Thin Line Between Love and Hate 2. Mm. Oh, it's pay-per-view. <laughs> great fondue. That's pay-per-view. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, the Deshaun Watson thing I didn't mention because we were leading with it, but I'm glad you did because that's where we start. And before we start, though, I do have to remind people that if you want to be swagged out to the max for the upcoming Brown season. you got to check out Fanatics.com and use the link Fanatics.com slash UCSS to get all your Browns gear, not just for yourself, but for your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your stepsister, your stepcousin, your dogs, your cats. It doesn't matter who you're getting Browns gear from. If you're buying Browns gear this fall, you better be using the code on the bottom of your screen. That is Fanatics.com slash. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. UCSS. And with that, Jay, let's get into our first topic. Yeah, let's of the do day. that. But it, I, on, the, on that front, everybody needs fresh gear before the season starts. Yeah. Um, so get yep. that hat, get that shirt, and uh, help the UCSS. In the process, um, I don't know. So, I, I'm going to let you guys. Can I set this up for anyone who missed this? it? Can I set this whole thing up? Absolutely, yeah, set it up. Okay. So after Tuesday's joint practice with the Eagles, take tag word full here, Steve. A Philadelphia. By, which, reporter, by all accounts, this guy does this the all the time. Didn't do well. Well, this is the tweet that Deshaun Watson was responded to, but okay. he tweeted out training camp stats versus Eagles defense. The Eagles defense definitely got the better of Watson during joint practice. Watson had a couple of really nice throws, beating good coverage with better throws. His arm definitely has the ability to make special throws. It goes on to say that he threw three interceptions on Tuesday and two interceptions on Monday, which Deshaun Watson then quote tweeted Anthony, cut to it. 
simply with LOL blue cap emoji, yeah. which I will put through the younger person generator translation machine for you guys. If you don't know, Bull didn't know. Mm. That means bullshit. Yeah. Is so, specifically blue cap or just cap? That's the only well, You say cap, but it's the only, blue yeah. cap's the only emoji. It's the only one I got on there, dog. Well, why need more caps? You know. Why do I only get blue? Um, well, you want red? I'm sure they'll add one. I mean, red, like to me, a red cap would be good. Like oh, if it's this, a really bad lie. This this guy, you funny. Real bullshit. Yeah, you get too deep. Subtitle. I do got a sub. Yeah, it is he, funny. He has a point. Bull's not wrong, but of the, of the four of us, I figured Bull would be the one to say that. Right. Absolutely. But the fact of the matter is, here's the thing. I said this last year about Baker Mayfield to fired back. Do you want to show what? what Thin ears or thin skin and rabbit ears is a horrible combination for your franchise quarterback. Hundred percent. And that's where I'll start, and you guys this, can plow This on. really aggravated me because me too. because I was like, you know what? We we pounded Baker for. I did. I won't throw anyone else. I pounded Baker for this. Like, what are you doing? And now I have to do the same thing to Deshaun. It's like, dude, you got far more important things to be worried about than what Elliot Shores Park is saying about you on Twitter. <laughs> and by the way, I like Elliot. Like, I'd spend time with him. At he the, wasn't even killing him. No! It what, was what, actually complimentary. What about that? The only line that you could even, like, that Eagles got the better of him. Okay. Like, what else in there is well, even, but like, here's not, the thing that I took yeah. issue with. He, he, he was glowing, complimentary, made some nice throws. Yeah. So, he gave factual stats, which when we started keeping stats in practice, I, I think that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. However, somebody tweeted before Baker's preseason performance in which he looked pretty good, which again means nothing, that he had thrown nine interceptions in seven practices. We're counting this nonsense? I think even count, to me, even stats in the preseason games are completely meaningless. Exactly. They're out of context. But in practice, to me, it's practice, even more it's meaningless. It doesn't matter. Why, I, I, Elliot Shore, I, I think it's silly that he puts, that anybody puts out practice By the way, stats. it's provable one way or another, true or false. Right. And didn't Mary Kay corroborate those yes, numbers? again. So, yeah, if you guys want the snippets, by the way, just so we're all on the same Mike, Mike, it doesn't here. matter. It doesn't matter that he threw picks. Again, Jay, I'll give you the baseball example again because you know baseball great as you were a player, as you still are a player. When you're in preseason, when you're in practice, when you're in spring training, I don't know what you're working on. Yep. You know. Mm -hmm. the, the stats don't matter. Deshaun Watson should have just laughed at that, ignored it. I don't – it right. makes me a little antsy that he's worried about things like that. Especially after the last couple of years. If that didn't teach him, don't pay attention to the noise. Right. And just no, ignore tune it. it out. Now, there's a part of me that likes when a player – like if I tweet something or say something – like when uh, Juan Thornhill commented on something, I said I like it because I like to kind of go at it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and so does this way. reporter in Philly, by the way. But you just don't expect it. You don't expect a professional quarterback yeah. to pay any attention. And by the way, the reporter's doing his job. If he threw three picks on Tuesday and two yeah. on Monday, like that's provably true. Yes. And from all accounts, that's what happened. And, and, again, and now you're calling the guy a liar and, publicly. And, and Watson should be like, yeah, I was working on this or whatever. Who, who gives Tune it out. Don't who even who reply cares? to it. I think it's actually even worse what I saw from Greg Newsom, where he's like yeah. responding to random fans. That's really bad. <laughs> I mean, just it's one thing know. to reply to an out-of-town reporter. Yeah. Part of it is like these are the this is the generation that grew up with this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so I think this is gonna happen more and more and more. You do? Yes, because, yeah, oh, yeah. I know, but what about Joe Burrow who grew up in that in that generation, but nobody. The, in fairness, nobody's ever. Nobody ever says anything bad about Joe Burrow. Oh, I'm sure. They well, do. Early, on, early Canada, on, he made it. He, if you search Twitter, yes, because it is the home of degenerates throwing shit out there. Yeah, that's yes. true. If you search it, you're going to find negative uh, comments about Joe. Absolutely. And here's the thing: How did he see that? Well, that was the other thing. Is Why he, is he fishing is he for searching that stuff? his name well, on clearly. Twitter? Or did somebody he send it to him? He didn't add him, did he? No. Okay. That, so was, how, that so, was one of the first things I thought. And that's one of the first things I always think. I'm like, it's one thing if they at you, because right. I don't even look at those mentions. Right. But if it, what it tells me is you're going fishing for this nonsense. And to me, that strikes to the core of his insecurity. Someone who's secure in their abilities gives a rat's ass what the hell anybody is putting out there about yeah. them, particularly when it's fact-based. Right. I, I the think, guy's telling the truth and doing his job. I, yeah. think he, I think he's taking a page out of the good old Michael Jordan book. Michael Jordan used to make up stuff about people that wasn't even true. He'd be like, what the hell is Jordan talking about? I never said that to him. But he can do that and use that as, as personal motivation without replying on Twitter. Well, well here's the thing. I always, I always keep it 100. You know, you go back. <laughs> I used to say Baker Mayfield... <laughs> 
You don't need to tweet, bro. Just go ahead and t- let them know what, Just what it play is. Football. I think right here, if you want to say cap, I think this is part generational because that generation does that. Like you, you got guys like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant always gonna say something back. Uh, you, you, the younger dude. He also had a burner account, and, and that, that's crazy. And, and how does the general public perceive <laughs> like, Kevin Durant? They, they kind of look at as it, a weasel. Like, but here's the thing: when you look at Deshaun Watson, I look at it like this: if you go put that out there. You got to accept what's going to come with it because they, the last guy did it and they was on him. So at the end of the day, I can't be two-faced and be like, you know what? It's cool that he going to do it because he want to use it for motivation for the year. Nah, I think what, what comes to the point is sometimes, and this is why I want to play people. Like, and just bear with me here. That, that comes off as, I don't know if I'm comfortable enough to go out the first game because I feel like if he was comfortable, and he was ready to go yeah. in the offense. Things was hitting like he want to. This this says to me it's a little frustrating because it's like, well, in the back of my mind, I don't know if I'm ready to play ball the way I want the to. The insecurity piece. And so I, it's like, all right, well, I got to fire back a little bit. But if he was, if he would have played and he led two, three drives and he was balling and doing his thing, and he would have been able to put the bar, the hay in the barn and, and put the money in the bank. He would have never said that because he would have had some well, stuff but, to you point know, to. But here's how, like, first of all, you can't answer all your critics. Can't, don't do it. No. Right. Don't try to do it. Right. You'll, 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 you'll just run in a circle all your whole life. However, if he felt the strong need to do something to say to this guy, you know, you're wrong, I'm right. You go out there in the first game of the season, not preseason game number four when he's going to see the field again. Mm-hmm. You go out against Cincinnati. You go 29 of 36 for three touchdowns and you post a dub. Then you clip the box score and you send it to him in DM. (laughs) (laughs) You slide into his DMs. And you know what? The reporter isn't going to say, look what Deshaun Watson did because it's embarrassing to him. But if you really, truly wanted to get to the person that really wasn't criticizing him. But if you really want to tell him. Send him the box score numbers from your first game you know, and let it ride. And, 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 but here's the, he should, I don't even, he should do, don't, don't even DM him. No, get but on. I'm saying if you feel the if need, you, like you're saying he's got to scratch that itch. Yeah. Okay, there's a way to do it. Don't publicly and, and I tweet a hat at him. I wouldn't be mad at him if he got it in front of the people and said, look, a lot of people, I heard a lot of noise during the preseason. I said I wasn't ready. Yes, yes. But that's we, fine. You, you, yes, that's fine. that is fine. That's it. And then you say, you know, moving forward, you know, it is what it is. I know I ain't played in a long time, but hopefully this shows you what I'm capable of yeah. and this team is a- capable of. As we sort of Boom. put him on the couch, though, yeah. for this tweet and try to psychoanalyze, to me, I think you touched on it. You sort of touched on it. Bull, you want your quarterback to be strong, confident, a leader, and to definitely tune out the noise. Yeah. What does it well, say I, to you about where he is? It says he's angry. Like you oh, respond. Good point. No, good See, point. I get a lot of I get <clears throat> negative tweets all the time. Sure. I respond probably ten <clears throat> percent of the time to my negative tweets. What is it that triggers you to that respond to that? It, it, it's so if it pisses if it really like most of the time when people say shit about me, it doesn't bother me. Right. If it's a you had a bad take, I don't care about any of that stuff. Right, right. It, it's usually if it's something personal, and even then, I you most of the time let it go. But uh, like yesterday. A bunch of people have said over the last year have made a comment about me getting fired by the fan, which I was not fired. I left not. the station. And I always ignored it when I saw it because I was like, oh, who cares? But yesterday, in the beginning of, of our show, I made some comments about the station, some comments about G and Jonathan Peterlin. And I said that it was, I thought it was embarrassing that the station, or, that none of the hosts are allowed to have me on as a guest because I've been banned by the station for being a guest. I thought it was petty, and I think it was ridiculous. Right. And so a, one person said to me, well, you got fired. You know, they don't want you on there. And for some reason, because of yesterday, it pissed me off because I'm like, I'm sick of people that like 10 people have said right. I got fired. I didn't get fired. And so I, it pissed me off. Sure. And that's the same thing here. He's probably seen a million people say well, something, but there was something about that about tweet that pissed him off. True. Right, so well, that's true. It's different. That's when you that's really true. want to come out of your screen. Right, that's what but makes I think me the stuck. reason yeah. Deshaun looks really, really is because it was true. Unprofessional in this way is because what the guy was saying was provably true. And it just yeah. it shouldn't even matter. Like if it I were him, I wouldn't matter. give it. You know, things affect people different ways. Even though this was untrue, what somebody said about me, it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. I should. You know really what I would have done because I thought yeah. about it when I saw it. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to respond, which yeah. I'm not, I mentioned the DM thing, but there's one way that you could respond. That sort of 
is a little self-effacing, perhaps, but I think funny as hell. Yeah. Particularly because it's Philly. Tweet the Allen Iverson we're talking about practice. Right. That we're talking be, about that, practice, that, guys. That, 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 yeah. That, that would have been a way to and, say your tweet's ridiculous, yeah. but I'm having fun with it. I'm having fun with yeah. it. Yeah. And, and as long as it's not bitter and angry. Yeah. I'm okay with it that if that's been good. what you choose to do. That would have been good. But if you want to say, I threw five picks, but dot, 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 and then tweet, we're talking about practice. Let, let, me, let me show you this. I'm asking Jason this because you was here around that time. When when you get an athlete, um, and I'm not going to say that this Deshaun is on the same <laughs> level as him, but when, when LeBron left Cleveland, everyone loved him. Um, and his skill was unquestioned, right? He did the, uh, you know, the, the whole thing, you know, the, the decision thing, and everybody flipped. Everybody flipped everywhere. LeBron, for a while, had this, this thing where I'm going to embrace being a, a villain. He tried it. And he tried it, right? It didn't work well. Because he was angry. He's like, all this stuff <laughs> right. I did for y'all. But that's and, not in his DNA. And, and that, but the anger part and the vitriol part, it, that's, that, that's the last to leave. When you're getting over something, that's the last thing to go. And then you come to terms with it. Okay, this is why I'm moving forward. Did, how, how was he in his personality? What change did you see after the decision when he went to Miami? He tried to embrace the villain. He tried to embrace the y'all going to hate me. Okay, then I'm going to pour it on. And that first game back in Cleveland was one of the most spectacular regular season performances. <laughs> I, he just... Crazy. He just pulled everybody's pants down and spanked their ass. See, that's how you speak, though. Yeah. You just let your play do the talking. Yeah, You're yeah, a pro athlete. Yeah. But he also got to the point of, like, this isn't me. I can't fake this. Right. He needs to be loved. He'll never admit that. Yeah. He, there's something inside of him 100%. that needs to yeah. be I think, you know, I, I mean, God, I hate to play psychologist here. But it's not uncommon for young men who grow up without a parent and the choice was the parents not to be in the home, yeah. for them to start asking at a very young age, was it me? We, and, and that's funny because we talked Tuesday about his tweet when Kyrie decided not to go to the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Is it me? Yeah. And but, I think that's just shining a light on his soul. And there's a lot of people all that, athletes, that are in that spot. All athletes want validation. Of they course want they to do. be like. They want to feel like they've been told their entire account. life yeah. they're wonderful. Yes. Yeah. They, they search for that. So, yeah, the, the anger part is like, like, boy, like you said, mm. when you see stuff going out of your timeline, down your timeline, and this is why I always tell people, don't bury stuff, right? Because when you bury it at the most inopportune times, your emotions will make you take an L. And your emotions are undefeated. Have you seen somebody, like I'm not going to lie, I, I talk a lot of crap about my, my, my divorce, but there was a time when I was just driving around and it was raining real hard. And I just got to thinking like, I just lost half of my stuff. I broke down in the middle of the, you had to pull over. Like, like and, and was crying like some like I died like a part of me was gone and I didn't even I wasn't really feeling like I wanted to be in a relationship with a person it's just all of the stuff that comes around with it so sometimes when you bottle your anger and your emotions up and one thing and then one person can say something because that tweet that wasn't even crazy. No. It was he said yo he made right. some great throws he did his thing right. but it just comes out like ah it's been a million worse tweets about Deshaun. Wait, 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 wait. You know, Bull, you always say, we yeah. can say 10 things about the Guardians. Right. You know, insert team here. Right. Insert player here. Nine of them can be glowing. And that one negative comment that That's you right. make, that, by the way, it's your job to make. Right. You have to point out the good, the bad, and yes. the ugly. When there is an organization or a player that will gloss right over the good and yeah. focus on the bad, that's a them problem, not yeah, a you problem. That's right. Yeah. They want to hear what they hear. What they want to hear. hear. What they want to hear. Yeah. The, the most interesting thing to me about all of this is the fact that it was a Philly reporter because Deshaun's blocked all of the Cleveland reporters. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, he had, I am not blocked. <laughs> well, by, because by you haven't had a reason to be blocked yet. He's, you want to test it? He's right blocked the negative all of them. Pretty much. A lot of them. A lot and of the regular people. And I don't know I'm a little it, insulted that he hasn't blocked me. I don't know if it was Deshaun. You're not covering the team. There's <laughs> a difference. It's right. I don't know if it was if Deshaun did that or if someone in his circle did that. But yeah. when he, like, it, very close to when he got here, somebody went through and blocked all the Cleveland beat writers yeah, from his yeah, account, yeah. which is so stupid. Yeah. Like, you're making enemies for no reason with people that you with, don't want to make enemies that's with. That's the point. With, with yeah. These are people that you have to ingratiate yourself to. Yeah. And I'm not saying kiss their ass. 
I'm not saying tell them but they're you pretty. Can, you can I'm be just professional. saying build relationships with them. You know who's great at that is LeBron. Yeah. I yeah, mean, trust me, I know. Yeah, he a master cast. <laughs> yeah, no, you should know. But yes. LeBron, I remember when one of the conversations I had with LeBron about Skip Bayless, and I thought when 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 it, when Skip came up, I thought he was going to say, "I hate that dude." He has every reason to hate him. He chuckled and goes, "He's my Howard Cosell. I love him." Mm. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting because he is the single most vocal critic. Yeah. of LeBron James. Perhaps ever. Because there are other people, not as maybe names, who have been very critical of LeBron, and LeBron hates I know. them. I know he does. will not, but both local and national, I and think, he will have nothing to do with them. But what's funny with the Skip thing, now he may have changed his mind. I have talked about him with talked about him with that in years. But, you know, early, not even early on in his career. It was, uh, I believe, after he came back from Miami. Yeah. So Skip had had a lot of years to dump on this yeah. guy. And he just he just joked and said, "By the way, he's my he's my Howard Cosell. Wow. I love it." By the way, our Bra- it's not like the Browns beat is very tough on the players. No, it was preemptive, Jay. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was in really most, weird. It, yeah, I think really in weird. most of the cases it was preemptive. Yeah. And it was funny because Baker never blocked me either. Baker and blocked me. I'm baked by I'm ba- blocked by Baker, Odell, and Josh Gordon. Baker blocked a lot of people. Damn, Josh and Trevor Bauer. And I was as hard on him as anybody. He never blocked me. And I've yet to be blocked by Deshaun. Although maybe I should check my phone now. Maybe maybe that's changed in the last 25 <laughs> minutes. But but they but there's like no Cleveland reporters for him to see. I, I've never blo- like legit. I've never blocked anyone on Twitter. Just leave. Just but I assume it. once you block someone, they you take them out of your feed as well. You can't like, be seen or heard from. Yeah. Okay. So so there's no Cleveland people. Very few that he's getting anything from because they're all blocked. So now it's the Philly. Now it's the out of town guy. Yeah. And, and I know. That's, that's and I know for it. a fact he was. He wasn't on Twitter for a long time. Like this. Just he new. shouldn't be. Yeah, that, that's well, spinning yeah, all over the place. Yeah. He needs to take he it. He needs be. to get rid of it because again, I said the same exact thing about Baker last year. Thin skin and rabbit ears is the absolute worst trait for a franchise player. Totally agree. That is a quarterback. Totally agree. That is making the most money yeah. for guaranteed. Two hundred thirty million dollars. You got it. And that you're noise tweeting out. at Elliot Shores. Now, now, now. That th- sums it up. If that this helps line. us beat Joe Burrow in Week One, tweet away. Go ahead, me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, I think. And, and I got some super chats. I'll read at the end of this next part of the conversation. But the the chat's on fire. Right now they're dropping blue cap emojis like left and right. Uh, <laughs> kudos to you guys. Two things. I do think this is a generational thing. I think the younger athletes who grew up with Twitter. Are but Joe, more, but again, how would you answer like that? Joe Burrow isn't doing that. He might. I, some guys are more on Twitter. I mean, Anthony Joe, barely tweets, and he's younger than all of us. So mm-hmm. it's just a person to person thing. But I don't think it's as crazy. Right. At the end of the day, if he plays well, you better back it up. If you don't play well in your answer, and it gets ugly for you real quick. So you aren't kidding. You just open the can. The second part of this topic that I want to hit with, and Bull brought it up this morning, is the way, and it's partially related to this. The way training camps covered, the overanalyzation of literally every throw, every snap, every video. It's ridiculous. To the point of where a colleague of Jason's, Zach Jackson. When did Jackson, that start, guys? We're all, well, we're all to blame. We're all part of this. I mean, we I talk know, about, but like, talk about I'm talking too, about but. actually keeping box scores on I mean, it's, it's, that, that, it's me, insanity. Because to your point, like, yeah. for instance, a pitcher might go in spring training and say, I'm just throwing fastballs and sliders that's today, it. and that's it. That's it takes it. about five pitches for the dugout to realize, guys, He's either coming hard or or slider. Well, That's I, it. I mean, he's not throwing changeup. He's not throwing the and, and he gets beat up. Yeah. Well, he wasn't trying to get outs. He's trying to work on his location. Same thing can be true for a quarterback. Maybe today's work on item was stop throwing to the receiver, throw to a spot. Or whatever the right. case may be. And, and in the same vein, like with a DTR situation, it's like if I have a hitter in spring training who hit seven home runs, but they're all off A-ball pitchers, yeah, right. I don't care. Doesn't mean anything. Until they do it against major league pitchers in a real game, I don't care. Here's the, I'm with you. Here's the only thing I'll say yeah. in rebuttal to that. You mentioned Zach, yeah. and, and Zach's been pretty harsh and critical of, of Deshaun this preseason. And Zach's been around football a long time. He worked for the team. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's talking about. And when he says, <laughs> guys, this doesn't look good, I tend to believe him. I heard the same thing from our producer – Channel three that went went to Philly. Yeah, he said, "Look, uh, Monday was okay. Both offenses looked really bad. Yeah, Tuesday was. I said, was it just that they got beat by the defense? He goes, yeah. no, they were awful. Yeah. But this is the reaction. And to, he said, particularly in yeah, the red zone, the reaction to Zach uh, by fans is is indicative of a bigger problem in our society in America in general. <clears throat> we in all walks of life, most of us pick our camps." 
and we only we only want to hear from yes. other people in that camp. That's very true. Yeah. Whether it's politics, but at some point religion, you can't ignore. No, no, we you ignore. Well, no, that's what we do. With players, we don't because, and I think the perfect example of that was Baker Mayfield. Well, they Juxtapose, ignored for a while. I, well, but for watch, a long time. Juxtapose the yeah. feeling in this city and around this organization on New York Jets night Thursday night. Okay, but. but Everybody, I was in the stadium. We were walking out. Everybody was saying the same thing. We found our guy. Yeah. yeah. And then for a long time, they believed they found their guy. Yeah, but they at still some believe. Point, they st- most of them still believe. No, 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 100%. no. 100%. No. 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 Hey, I disagree with that. Trust me. I disagree if, with that. If Baker Mayfield plays three good games for Tampa Bay, Two. they're all coming out of the woodwork. One. They're they will. all coming out of the woodwork. They will, but they're Bull, still there. There's no denying this. Yeah. When, when he lost the fan base here, and I think everybody would agree he did, right? He lost the fan base at the very end when the was on the wall. I thought he no. Well, when it even, was obvious. Even when he went on Twitter and was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. And, and people were still defending him. Listen, even you're always going to find people. They're, they're still you're gonna find quite a few. individuals and people. And sometimes you have to ignore the minority Can we get, and listen to the majority. There's still a lot what of percentage? Can we get a Pull percentage? It. There's still, it. I think it's still 50% of the fan base. Pull it. It's a great idea. Pull I, it. I, what percent of Browns fans yeah. believe that Baker Mayfield could come back here and be a successful quarterback? I, I even think there's some that won't admit it now, but the second he is, they're willing, they're ready to pile on. I told you so. They're, they're all there. They're still they're well, waiting. Well, that's, that's recency bias, though. I mean, everything's recency bias. Last year, when he had three days to prepare as an as a LA Rams quarterback and yeah. lit up the world right. on a prime time stage, of course everybody's going to look as at a, that. As a country, as a society. There's many people in our side that are no longer interested in facts. They think whatever they say is a fact. So do you think they, that no one changed their mind on Baker Mayfield? Uh, I do think there's some people, just like in politics, yeah, just like in religion, there are some people that are willing to listen. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, in, in all these walks of life, the la- generally the loudest people, and I say that because I'm one of the loudest people, but I don't feel like I am this way, but most <laughs> of the loudest people are on the extremes and they've picked their camp and they will not change, there, and they're not interested in listening to there, anything there. that anybody has to say that's not in line with what You'd they say believe. You'd say that's the majority of people? I don't know. No, but it's... It's it's a big percentage. It's a decent... See, it's I a would big enough percentage. I don't think it's everybody, but no. I do think it's a I think maybe it's, 40% of the folks yes. are tuning out everything because they've already made up their minds. It's yeah. about 30%. Here's how the pendulum swings. I hope you're right. I hope it's a smaller number the than I The pendulum swings when we... It, this is why people say, don't talk politics, but it happens in presidential candidates. Is, right, you pick one guy. You either either liberal or conservative. So when he's in office, we're building up steam back here. So now, when the conservatives get in office, they're ready to go. When you talked about Baker, people thought he was the guy. I believe that there's thirty, um, thirty-five percent of the people that still are sympathetic to Baker's plight. Now, not sympathetic. I, I'm talking about think he can. They come in still here do believe. The they, they think he got screwed by. They think he got screwed by the Browns because he was hurt, they, and yep. that last year was unfair. Yep. He was yeah, on but a that's different team. than sympathetic. Sympathetic. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I'm sympathetic to Johnny Manziel. I don't well, want him to be the quarterback. Well, there, there, but there are. I would say there, there's about 25 percent of the people who still believe that Baker Mayfield can Maybe. be a quarterback. That, that might now, be accurate. Now, that might be accurate. Now, here's the thing. That 25 percent is here. They're not saying anything because there's nothing to talk about yet. But if Deshaun Watson is over here, now he is the antithesis of what they like. So now Deshaun Watson has to prove to them through mental gymnastics or whatever the case may be. No, great play. So people people in that 25% will say, if he doesn't go to the AFC Championship game, it's it's a bust. Yeah, no, it's great play, though. That's how you convince people. Win games, play great. Be quiet. Stay out of the way with this nonsense. Replying to negative tweets. But if you Play. ask, but if and you ask, but if you ask them, what what would it take for them to to get on board with Deshaun Watson being a franchise quarterback? They would even they would say something along the lines of something that is is very difficult to do. Super Bowl this year, MVP or AFC Championship. Why is game. any of that unfair? That's my expectation. Well, there is. So here's the some some would argue. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield was here for three years, and that was not the expectation. The he expectation wasn't the highest paid player for, in the league. The expectation for Baker. He was the number one player of all. You're, but he wasn't the highest paid Jay's player. Jay's right on this. Jay's right uh, on expectations this. Expectations There's a lot of number one overall quarterbacks that don't have that type of so, expectation. So, but, but, when but, you but, sign for $230 no, million, I mean, yeah, that well, changes everything. No, what, but what I'm, what I'm, I can't have a playoff win. But, but no, no. What I'm saying was, the, what the rallying cry for Baker was, the bar was, 
He's the best since we had since 99. That right. drove me nuts. And well, so that used to be like a ridiculous bar. But I'll tell you what drove that, guys. It, it, I mean, right or not, it was we were thirsty. Yeah. And he gave us a drink. So, we so when a thirsty man in the desert is on his hands and knees and someone co- pours water down his gullet, you love this man. That's, here, I'll give you even a better example. And I probably used it before. I'll use it again. We, we, you were starving in the desert, right. and he gave you Domino's pizza, Perfect. which is the worst pizza on the face of the earth. But, you but you're starving, so it you're going to eat it. scratched the itch. Yeah. It took away the hunger, and then you had shits for three days, and you're like, <laughs> what did this guy just do to me? Yeah. But, guess what? You, you, but guess what? You're still hungry. That's like, right. We, we hungry and thirsty now. Right. Right. And the expectations should, should be higher for Deshaun right. Watson because of the money, but also because he's and a and better see, player. I, I understand. Like, If he was just a first-round draft pick like, like Baker was, no, I'm not going to say you're a bust if you don't win the AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl. No. Mm-hmm. High expectations, you were the first player taken. Mm-hmm. Win a playoff game, turn the franchise around. However, he had a body of work. The hay was in the barn. Mm-hmm. Our franchise owner decided to make him, and he put a target on his back when he did it, just like A-Rod when he got the big deal when he was in Seattle. When you pay a guy like that, mm-hmm. now it's very simple. It's not turn the franchise around, win a playoff game. Now it's, oh, you're making more money than anybody else that plays this so, game. So I, so I, I, I don't I, even I, think it's just the it, money. I don't think it's the money. As a fan of Joe, the money. As a fan of the Bengals, I'm expecting Joe Burrow to win a Super Bowl. He hasn't well, got paid yet. He will be the highest paid player in the it, game. He will be. You look at, no one's expecting Kirk Cousins to win no championship. No. He, he had the most guaranteed money before John Watson. No, and that was egregious. And, the, <laughs> and much of the fan base but, said it was. But nobody... Nobody thinks Kirk Cousins is as talented as Deshaun Watson. That's though. correct. Yeah. Here's what, I, what I'm speaking to is this. Yeah. You ask why people be over these polarized areas. When you get to one side, right, and they don't want to hear nothing bad about it, because when you say Baker's, Baker went to the playoff, we liked, we loved him, he was the best since we had, in someone's mind who is in another trench and in another section, they're saying, you're moving the goalposts. Because all I heard for four years was that was good enough. So you telling me if Deshaun Watson wins two playoff games and don't make it to the Super Bowl, which is further than we've ever been in our lives, that's not good enough? No, that is good enough. Okay, well, well that's what I'm just... No, that's not good enough. No, it's because because when, you're making, when you're making $50 million a year and the roster decisions gotta, that are going to come as with as that... As you see, right, this is why we're saying. But well, I, it, it depends. It, how is, how is that? Not good enough and a bust are two different things. Baker making $8 million a year versus Deshaun making $50 million a year, there are different expectations that come with that. So, so and we, that's fair, too, Jim. So, Absolutely. So, so if you look at, okay, well, Daniel Jones, how much he make? I don't even really care about the year. other franchises because there are a lot of other but, franchises that but, but, have made the same but, mistake. But, but also, you're talking about teams that drafted those guys. Okay, this is a mercenary who came in off yes. the street. Hey, he, had, he had a body of work that was already employees is employees. I don't care how I got him. I got a franchise guy. And by G. the way, Daniel Jones is horribly overpaid. And, uh, horribly and, overpaid. and, and G, the truth is, Cousins is too. If Deshaun Watson wins two playoff games in the next four years, that's a huge disappointment. Oh, big. No, I'm talking, about, I'm, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about now. This, I'm talking about this year. Just this year? We, we haven't seen him. If he won two, if they, if the, if, oh, the, if he wins two playoff games, if the Browns year, lost, they're in the step. championship game. That's a step. The if the Browns the lost the AFC championship game to the Bengals or Chiefs, that's what I'm they saying. It'd be hard to kill Deshaun Watson. That's, that's what I'm saying. Deshaun yeah, Watson yeah. for that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I misunderstood you. That's what I was saying. And that's why I said I'm okay with that. And, G, to that point, like, I love your saying, there's layers to this. When Baker came in, nobody expected, oh, you're getting us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because you're a rookie. There's steps mm-hmm. to it. What disappointed the fan base in Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to throw him in there too because you win with quarterbacks and coaches, and Kevin Stefanski is, they took step one, and we thought, okay, progression. Yeah. Next year we go to here, and then we go to here. But we didn't. We went here, Baker's gone, yep. no Baker, here, Wait a minute. That's not the direction we're supposed to be going. Mm -hmm. This is the first year with Deshaun Watson. We better at least get back to here. Right? We better at least make the playoffs and win the playoffs. That's bare minimum. That's bare minimum. Right. Because if we don't, that's why, and we're going to transition into this topic, and I think this is the perfect time to. No, it's later. We're going to talk about playing time in the preseason, so I'll hold that fire. But I'll quickly just give you the thumbnail on this. I'm extremely disappointed 
in the way Stefanski is choosing to use his his players in the preseason. Guys, you've said this. I, I, I said that the last preseason. This I is a five-alarm fire. I, I Our building is on fire. Yeah. And I we're going to just – No, I we're, say good, the until, on we're fire. good until Kansas City. I, I wouldn't City. say the building's on fire. I'm actually – No, okay. gee, the building's on fire, and here's why. You've even said, you start with a bad first five games – there will be jobs lost. I, I look, the building is on fire. I look at it like this: it, there's a there's a for most people out there, there is a little warning sign being like, "Ooh, this temperature is a little hot." Oh shit! Because, I got I got alarms. Because brain. this is the this is and this is what I was talking about, McNuggets. I was talking about the fact that when you do these joint practices, when, when you do these joint practices, people yeah. are going to try to extrapolate something from them. Yeah. Now, coaches love that, but at the end of the day, you can't tell me. Yeah. That Deshaun Watson is comfortable because he wouldn't have tweeted that. He's saying to you, look, I, I'm going to do whatever the coach is going to say. Tell me to do play, wouldn't play. But you can't tell me if Deshaun Watson has two or three yeah. drives under his belt and is throwing a football. He only, he only threw the ball three times. Yeah. I think in With the an end, average yards per completion I, of four. I think uh, in the only end, only threw the ball three times. By the way, I think in the end, uh, if he plays a lot in the third, in the final preseason game, I don't think it's that big a deal because – most of the starters in most teams are not playing more than two games. I don't even care. What However, most teams interesting are doing. point. No. I'll give you another team that you'll be interested in this point because it backs up what you're saying. Mike Hilton, veteran cornerback, played yeah. for the Steelers, now on the Bengals. And the Bengals, uh, despite the fact that they've gone to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship, have actually gotten off the slow starts in each of the last you're two right, years. They have. And he made a point of saying that he wanted to play a lot more this preseason. He feels like that they've gotten off the bad starts because they haven't played enough in the preseason. Very interesting. And this is coming from a guy who's been in the league a long time, no, really good player. Long yeah. time. So there is, and that's and that's a team, by the way, that's on the up end of the talent cycle right, and has right. had a lot of success and has Super Bowl aspirations this year. Right. I'm talking about. For a team that has been a perennial bottom feeder, for a team the last two years that has massively underachieved, I want my guys ready week one. Yeah. I don't I, have time to step into the batter's box and look at a few pitches. Are you okay with this? I'm, I have always been in the camp of not necessarily playing guys in the preseason, but I tend to agree with Jay on this one that, like, there is so much at stake. We talked about this a month ago. I mentioned this a month ago before we even started. Of Like, if there was ever a preseason yeah. where you want to start playing your guys more – it's this one because there's jo- there's jobs yeah. at stake and there's yep. careers at stake. This is yeah. a huge year. That's why I say it's five alarm fire. And I do think I don't think it's a five alarm fire yet. <sighs> I think like that it. there's a gas can in the room and yeah. there's matches over there <laughs> and the thermostat is off. But, I think too many coaches are living in their fears on these things. I uh, you know you, like the only I, downside to playing is the potential that a guy gets hurt and like an injury in the end. What it you, does it matter if Deshaun Watson gets hurt in the preseason game or the first regular no. season game? Always, What's the difference? But you've always been a no. He just said Tuesday that? that he's changing. You always been a he said Tuesday he's changing his mind yes. on it. around on it. I had always been so let's put bull in the seven not always that will change his but mind. But in the last in the last bunch of years, I've been trending of don't play, don't play, don't play. And then I'm like this this year I changed my mind. I'm like this is ridiculous. Well, again, it goes football back to, players got to play. But the one thing, Mikey, I'll come to you in one second. Yeah. The la- well, I just forgot what I was going to say. So Mikey will go playing to time. Oh yeah, Mike. I totally lost it. Oh yeah, we were we were gonna hit another topic, right, Mike? Or no? Uh, we got a couple things. I got some super chats. I gotta do first. Yeah. And when we read super chats, it's brought to us by PCC Air Force. Looking for a career job with advancement and great benefits? Well, PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force at Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at eighteen dollars and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com/careers to learn more. Um, I don't look at the chat during the show, but we have more super chats in the last 30 minutes than we probably had in the last 10 shows combined. So, I wonder why. Uh, whatever you guys were saying, they were up. Damon had a couple. His, fir- his first one says, Jay Bull Jason, we're officially enrolling you into the Culture 101 class from the chat. They are also assigning. The set to watch Boys in the Hood. Ju- ju- hey, I knew Boys what Cap was. Hood, ju- I knew what Cap was. I knew what too. Cap was. Don't tell me I'm that I'm the remainder okay. of August as part of the curriculum. He also sent. Uh, somebody back there is going to have to prove their eyes are this bad and pretending the chat's not speaking. We have folding chairs on deck. We do see the chats, uh, Anthony and Earl do at least. We just are not going to stop the middle of a conversation to chime in. Uh, Rosamele Ibozili, I don't know how to pronounce that name. He said yeah, no his kidding, money in Mike. CA. Uh, he said the fan base stopped believing in Baker 
at the Packers on Christmas Day. Fact. DeMond chiming back in. The Britannia Encyclopedia just called cap on Jay Crawford. <laughs> DeMond also said, I'm going to take an entire segment reading these super chats. We will be heard. The panel woke up and ate a bowl of cap and crunch. And, uh, <laughs> That's good. That's a good one, That's too. really good. That was good. Who is that, that from? That was good. That was DeMond. DeMond, All right. he may have put 30 bucks in here by himself. DeMond, we hear you. That, that one was good. And Gus Johnson he essentially called Jay a big yeah, yeah. So. yeah, you're going to hear right, me very out good. today. Very good. Stop playing with me. Uh, Wait, that. We you just, you we read just, all that, and I don't know. Are they on our side or against us? I, I don't, don't either. Know. Don't I even. Don't well, I can tell you. It's, it's don't, a yeah, let, 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 let you Earl chime know? in here. Let Earl chime in. They totally against y'all. They feel I'm like sometimes uh, you're speaking out of place. You're trying to judge a young black male on the culture. You don't Oh, here we go. Here we go. You're old. Um, when I said the exact same thing uh, about Baker, did, I, uh, did I not understand that? Yeah, it's not culture? about consistency. <laughs> hey, it's about perception. Hey, hey look, hey, they is consistent. I so, did, they did say. I'll tell you. I do got one question, Jay, before we move Shoot. on. Shoot. So one of the things you said was the expectations is higher because Deshaun Watson makes $230 million. Absolutely. I tend to disagree with that. This is my question. Shouldn't expectations be based on a level of talent or how no. much money you make? No. Well, it's both. Yeah, of course it's both. Yeah. However... To Jay's point, and this is a good one because the pay structure is so different between drafted players and free agents. Like, guys aren't making big money in their first contracts. Right. That doesn't mean I don't have high expectations for them. I had very high expectations for Baker Mayfield. He started to reach them. Yeah. And then he unraveled. Yep. Failure. Period. Full stop. The difference between Deshaun Watson and even Joe Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow is a guy who will be the highest paid player. And if he thinks he has pressure on him now, just wait. Yeah. That bullseye is huge. A-Rod felt it when he got the you know $25 million a year for 10 years in Seattle. It affects everything. And it also affects player performance because pressure does what? It makes diamonds. That's right. And the, it bursts The pipes. great players just win. Doesn't the, matter. They don't care Doesn't about the pressure. Doesn't matter how much they get paid. We saw Look at a guy Patrick that's Mahomes. been under pressure since his rookie season. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. he's delivered. That's mm-hmm. right. He's a diamond. Yeah. Pressure does funny things to different people. It, it, it just, it, and, and Earl, to your point, and why you're wrong if you don't believe this, the establishment has said to Deshaun Watson, you're the most talented player in the room. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So what is it that you disagree with, Earl, specifically? So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, with, with that amount of money, you don't have to go out there and prove yourself. I mean, look at Jedrick Wills, right? We can argue he's an average offensive lineman. He's making a certain money. he got to go prove himself. Sure. But look at a guy like Derek Carr, for example, in, in New Orleans. Right. There's still an expectation for him to go out there and play well and succeed. Absolutely. And he's not the highest-paid player. So but there's no, not the same expectation. It's not the same as Deshaun Watson. It's not the same as him, but expectations is expectations. I just feel like that expectations should be not only, but it should be based on how good of a player that you are. I have it expectations is. on certain players based on their skill Earl, set. Earl, the, whole, the reason what you're saying is somewhat duplicitous is because how much you make has already been decided by what you, are, what you have done. Yeah. Even in, when you're drafted. You're, the hay in the barn is your college Der- career. Derek Carr doesn't. The expectations for Derek Carr, nothing. Guys never want a no, playoff game. He's I don't an average quarterback. Him to take his team. He to got the paid, so I, I guarantee you the head coach expects Derek Carr to go out there and, and play above average. I'm not saying that he does. That, and but that's I, fair. I'm not saying it's not different strokes for different folks, but I I just think that not necessarily your highest paid player is always your best player, and I think your expectations. Should be should be based on the talent of the player. And right, at, and Deshaun Watson yes. is way more talented than Derek Carr. I agree. And so there's way more, not yes. to mention the Browns have a way better roster than the Saints. Sure. And there so are, there's more, more expectations, there's and, much higher expectations. And I'm glad you brought up the roster fair. part too, because yeah. if you have Deshaun Watson but a crap roster, I, you have to temper your expectations. Sure, yeah. However, because he is the highest paid player, 
If, if you ask, that, that that's guaranteed money, but when you're talking about when you say highest paid, there's like six guys above. No, me. but I'm saying it's, I am talking what, guaranteed. But they're all all but, those guys are in the same they, category. They're, they're, gonna they're all in those they're same all category. Win hard money. They're, they're all, all gonna if get they that don't money. win a Super Bowl, any of those guys <laughs> failure. Mahomes and Herbert, Lamar. Mahomes has already won it, obviously. Burrow soon. Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, who's never winning a Super Bowl. No, that all was those guys. Deal. If they don't win a Super Bowl, it's a huge disappointment. Yes. Huge. And it's okay to ramp up expectations yeah. with the salary. That's what fans have done forever. I, I, I don't I don't feel the salary comes into play because you salary, I could go to any Fortune 500 company, right? And I could go by and say, that person works harder. That person is the smartest person in the room. That person is a great Yeah, but they don't have a discernible scoreboard but, but, like the NFL but, does. But who gets paid, to, who gets paid the most money? Right, but in the yes, those guys, and the CEOs, and right? generally the executives in most businesses are useless. Thank but, you. but in football, the highest paid quarterbacks are all stars. Yeah, and they got to win. That's and, and, it. And the Browns paid a premium because the Brown of the Browns ineptitude. They, yes, Do you agree that's with correct. That? that is one hundred percent. Sometimes correct. there is a premium placed on things when you're not. If I got a terrible credit score, yeah. guess what? My monthly payment higher than yours. That's right. That's true. I got to put a higher my, down payment. My life insurance costs more money per month than my wife's. There it is. But you know uh, what? You know. Well, ultimately, when we're deciding Deshaun Watson deal, trade, contract, fail, success. Ultimately, we're not going to sit here and say, well, the Browns sucked so bad they had to overpay for that position, so it's really not Deshaun's fault. No, 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 we're not going to say that. that he ain't off the hook. There is no excuse. He ain't off the hook. Again, again, I'll give you the names. Herbert, Deshaun, Kyler Murray, Lamar, Mahomes, and and Joe Burrow about to join that group when he gets paid. Kirk Cousins. See, Kirk Cousins is not in that group. He's not getting paid like those guys. He, he's not getting paid that in he's that overpaid. He was he was the he was the dude that had the most guaranteed. Money. I know, but that was a third was. of what Deshaun Watson. But, but I'm just saying, it, you but can't gee, take him it's different the, levels. Ask Kirk Cousins. You always talk about different levels. It's different levels. Ask Kirk Cousins. Do you thought? have the same expectations for Kirk Cousins as you do for that other guy, the group of guys? No, but here's the thing: Kirk yeah. Cousins did go 12 and three. Kirk Cousins does have a lot of great wide and receivers. Kirk Cousins is shit on all the time. And Kirk nobody Cousins, thinks he's a good Kirk Cousins one himself reason, will tell you reason, that he should get the name the huge. Games He's never won, won a big game. Never. And that's the problem. That's on him. That's the problem. You, and that's yes, what I'm saying. Of course and that's, it is. And that is on him. <laughs> you get paid, you got to win big games. That's it. And, and if you don't, then you're Kirk Cousins. You're I actually failure. think I think you could argue Kirk Cousins <clears throat> is 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 has is better than he's gotten paid in a way, but he's not won any big games, so everybody thinks he's crap. But he's actually consistently puts up big numbers every year, but he never comes through when it matters. And to me, that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. I don't care about the other side. I don't care that Aaron Judge hits 100 home runs in the regular season. What does he do in the playoffs? Deshaun, don't listen to that. You still owe me them 4,800, bro. Yeah. 4,850, not 50. I'm being greedy. 42 touchdowns. Mike is dying to talk about DTR because he loves preseason football. When you say DTR, you got to slow it down. It's D-T-R. And before we talk about DTR... Like I got to get another fast read in. If you missed it last night, we See, had another behind-the-glass the podcast. Instead of saying I've got to get a fast read in, I don't understand that. Because I want to make sure you guys understand what I'm doing here because it gets cut out of the <laughs> fast read thing. And I don't even know if people know what fast reads are. It's not as anything to do with YouTube. This is for the fast ad TV channel that we're on. Whatever. We did a behind-the-glass last night, me, Earl, Anthony. We're in studio a little different than last time. Uh, I know there was some feedback, good and bad. Earl was monitoring that. If you like the studio look, let us know. If you didn't. Also, yep. let us know, and we will make it the uh, best version behind the glass we can moving forward. How'd the show do- go? It was good. good. We went for about an hour. Nice. I did- think if you're going to call it behind the glass, you can't be. You should be laugh- behind the glass. We did laugh about that. We we called it in front of the glass last night because <laughs> we're technically in front of the glass. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.